I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers ArchFit Footwear. Okay, I know what you're thinking. ArchFit Footwear? Nah, I don't need arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favorite trainers. You see, Skechers ArchFit are great for virtually everybody. ArchFit was designed by experts giving you podiatrist-certified arch support and all-day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers ArchFit. Find Skechers ArchFit Footwear for men and women everywhere. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Skechers. Everyone, hello, and welcome to uh, this week's episode of the Long Run Show, uh, sponsored by Sketchers, who are our uh, good friends that keep us going. So, thank you to those guys. And um, tonight, I'm joined by uh, the lovely Petra, Gemma, Mel, and our special guest Jatila Blake, who we're going to be talking to about all things running, including going from sprinting to marathon runner to working in running events, and then. We are all going to be talking about running rituals, um, so please do uh, send us your comments. We should be, hopefully, live on YouTube and Facebook. Um, please do, we'll try and get a link in the, on Facebook, so please do click on that so we can see your name or just put your name when you comment so we know who you are. Um, and yes, so please do send us in your, your running rituals, all your comments and, uh, and all your love. So, uh, how is everybody? Petra? Good, yeah, you? Yeah, I'm right. I've had a great week, but we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that, me. Um, Gemma, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, work's been quite manic. Yeah. There's something in the air. I don't know if it's the weather. I'm sure Mel knows what that's like working in a school as well. But um, yeah, no, not too bad. Not too Was bad. Was it open today? Did you have a snow day? No, all open. Okay. Just the weather, there's raining and things, a lot of them being kept in, not being able to have to go outside and a lot of wet play and yeah. <laughs> and Mel? Yeah, it's a better towards the end of the week. I've had this vomiting bug that's been going around at the beginning of the week, which wasn't great. And a lot of the, the staff and, and children at school, we've also had um, a bit mm-hmm. of the vomiting. But I had had a good weekend on the Saturday just before. So yeah. finally... I, I didn't realise quite how long it was since I'd uh, got the sort of time I had for my 5K, but it was the fastest time I'd done since April 2019. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah, it's still not a fast time, but for me, I was well chuffed. And where did you do that? Was it a park run or were you just, just at park run? Just a park run. I just um, actually kind of, um, as Hayden would say, put in a shift for that one. 
Oh, well done. And how did you feel all right afterwards? Yeah, yeah. I think just, I, I think with, um, I think going back to when I did the marathon in 21, I think everything just got a bit slower. And then I did a bit, a lot of plodding, a lot of excuses to, you know, just plod rather than really put stuff in a little bit. And um, yeah, so hopefully things, I'm, I'm, I'm aiming, hopefully by the end of the year, I might get another sub 30. That'd be good. <laughs> That's my aim. Right. Um, and Jatila, how are you? It's lovely to have Hi. you. I'm so excited. <laughs> Amazing. I'm excited to have you. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, vouch for sort of Mel and Gemma. Busy day, busy week with work. Um, I head off to New York on Sunday for a work event. Um, so as you can imagine, all systems go when it comes to events. But um, it's been good. It's been a good week. Um, yeah. Oh, great. Um, and it's been a busy, I mean, last weekend was really busy, wasn't it? We had the 40 community, I feel like, was out in full force, whether it be park runs like Mel just said we had the guys out in Tokyo so um actually huge uh, congrats to them so Toby and Hayden who obviously uh, host the show usually and um, were out in Tokyo and both had well they were both incredible um along with Louisa and I know Marissa was out there and there's probably loads of others so congratulations to to all of those guys because that was a I think that's a that's a tough gig isn't it going all the way to the other side of the world running a marathon and just not really knowing what you're getting yourself into, I guess. No, definitely. I think even doing, I mean, Edinburgh was far enough for me. (laughs) Also going over to Japan because of the direction you're travelling in as well, that jet lag arriving Mm. is much, much harder than um, going the other way. Say if you were going to to the States to do New York or Chicago, Boston, at least then I think the jet lag isn't so bad on the way out. It's it's more on the way back. So Mm. actually having that, to actually then go and run a race within a few days is quite tough yeah well I hope you're right because I'm going to Chicago later in the year so I'm not very good on jet lag so that'll be I am awful with jet lag so I need any tips that anybody's got in because it's yeah it's not great we'll um, we'll ask Hayden and Toby because Hayden's done a few abroad now um and Toby's obviously done done Tokyo now so uh so we'll pick their brains and we'll we'll find out the tips on jet lag and surviving an international marathon um, and then, yeah, and then there was Cambridge and Chelmsford as well, where there was people out in full force, uh, the community. So that was brilliant and lovely to see. Um, Taylor, can we talk to you? First of all, before we go into me, don't just skip past <laughs> Because we all know that we need to know how you got on. Because I yes. know we all know, but not yes. everybody knows. So come on. No, I've got really written all of a sudden. No, we want to hear it. Um, so yeah, so I think people that have been listening for a while know that I've been I've been chasing that sub two, and it just wasn't happening. And um, no matter what I did, it was like this weird thing that on paper it was like it should it should have happened, but it just wasn't. Um, and Gemma and Petra, I've run with quite a bit. We're both like it's going to happen, and when it happens, you'll you'll take a chunk out. And then even a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was out with Chris and Simon and they both went, when it happens, you'll take a chunk out, whether it's that weekend or not. And then um, it was one of those things where I knew I was going to go for it. And I think people close to me kind of knew that I was going to, I was going to try. And I think the boys said they knew because we were talking about fueling a few days before. And I was like, I'm going to take three gels, which I've never done in a half. I'd usually take two. I think I've done it on one before as well. And I was like, I'm going to go three and a half, seven and 10 and a half. And they were like, all right, good. And um and yeah, so I just went out and it was just one of those days. I think it all just kind of came together and it was freezing, but the weather was it was a good uh good run. So I went from yeah, I did the sub two and I ended at one fifty five forty five. So uh so yeah, took a huge chunk out. Um which was very exciting. And I was so excited that I ran back to tell the boys, um, who had obviously already finished and I'd forgotten to get a medal. So they're like, how, honestly, Mel, you would have died. So I get back and I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, how did you do it? And I was like, 155, I think I'm like a bit short on my watch, but I think it's like 155, 156. And they were like, great. And then I go, okay, I'm just going to go and get my bag because it was obviously very cold and I didn't want to get too cold. And um, and they go, where's your medal? And I was like, oh yeah, where where is my medal? <laughs> and, I was like, and then I look at them and I'm like, they've got these drinks. And I'm like, where, where did you get a drink from? Where's all this come from? And they were like, didn't you get your medal? And I went, oh, no, I didn't walk all the way through. I jumped out of the queue because I knew where I was going to meet them. And I was so excited to get back. I was like oh. a 
Tigger toy like bouncing around. Oh. But I then had to run back and go and get this medal. I was like, oh yeah. So um, so yes, I was very excited, and it was a very good run. It. No, well done. Thanks. It's um <laughs> one of those things, isn't it? Like we all say, on a good day, it will happen, and uh, and when there's no pressure. So I'm, I remember sitting with Carl for so long when he was trying to get his sub two, and then just like you'd done. And, and the boys have said, you then just cut that chunk out of it. He went from not being at two and being sort of like 205, 204, yeah. and then went to like 152, I think it was, or something. It yeah. was just like, yeah, it just happens. Well done. Yeah, thanks. It was. Like, yeah. Can I just say, we all say it just happened, like I've said to you, it will just happen. But at the same time, it doesn't just happen. It happens because you have put put the work in you know it's it's a process and it takes time but you've 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 your journey has been phenomenal from when you started the Brock spawn by the bins oh. <laughs> on the Wednesday and it's just been so lovely and when honestly like I said to you Sabrina I didn't text you the night before I knew you were going for it <laughs> um didn't text you the night before because well, she doesn't need that pressure you know it will happen when it happens but um honestly I was so proud I kept like checking, checking. I think it's Strava up yet? Are the results up yet? And um, yeah, so proud. Make Thank sure you, you stay on that cloud nine, honestly. Mm. Like, just enjoy every moment. I bet this week has been pretty grand thinking about it. Oh, yeah. I am. Um, yes. I missed the tech at one point. She was like, How are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm on cloud nine. I don't know. And, I, and then you're like, God, there's so much going on in the world. Why am I so excited about? And like, people that don't run don't get it because my friends were like, Oh yeah, great! You had a good run. You got a PB. They've got no. It's funny, isn't it? If you're not a runner, you've got no kind of like understanding or no context. Whereas they just were like, "Oh yeah, you've run quicker than you've ever run. That means you've worked harder, or you've you've put some effort in, or whatever you can train it." Whereas I'm like, "No, no, no! You don't understand. Like, you've got no idea what that That's like." Why you go to the running community first, always? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Awesome. <laughs> My mum was like, how was it? And I was like, yeah, great. And she's like, oh, really? like, well done. You know, you're like, you you don't understand. Like, I know you're really pleased, but you've got no idea what six and a half minutes means. Um, it's, it, but it's, yeah. yeah, it is. It's a, it's one of those things. I mean, like, I thought I'd come in about 158. So to go beyond that. But Gemma, you had said, hadn't you? Like, sometimes you get one of those years where things just, Things just clicked, don't Yeah, you? absolutely. And it was really strange because you're like the 10, you smashed that 10K, didn't you? The winter 10K. And it was almost exactly the same time as my um, PB, my, my 10K PB. And there's been a few other sort of things you've done. I thought, yeah, that's that's my 2019 PB. And I knew, I thought she's going to do around my same time for the for the um, half marathon than you did. Did I? Yeah, it was around, we are pretty much, I think like it was just about 10 seconds or 20 seconds out. No, yeah. you Yeah. Getting there, Close. maybe the marathon's going to happen as well. If you can run a marathon like you, then uh... yeah, absolutely. You'll be yeah, too quick for me now, Sabrina. Oh god, no. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, but right, so and actually, Mel and Jatila, you guys know each other, don't you? From we've a- met before. Yes, we have. I was saying to you, Sabrina, we had met at Hampton Court. So I, my regular um, park run is Bushy and I worked at the Hampton Court Palace half marathon over many, many, many years. And we had a load of the 40 runners come to an event one time. And it's, you know what it's like? It's absolutely chaos from beginning to end. It's like, if you've got that one group of people that you can just tell are on form, going to get the job done, you just leave them to it. Because I've got a start line to be at in 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, I remember she took full lead in terms of the volunteer team. All the 40 runners were at the, vol- at the Hampton Court uh, Palace Half Marathon. And they just took control. At one point, I actually think I asked Mel um, what what the process was here. Because I come running back, come running back. And I was like... It all, it's all fine like it was absolutely fine and it was a, it was a great event it was well managed there was everyone just enjoyed themselves um it was it was great so yeah I mean the first time we met was quite chaotic but it was it was for a good cause right <laughs> it was amazing it was amazing it was in the last march for the, the, yeah, the whole, yeah, it was yeah. like one of the first bigger events coming back and everything and I think people were really kind of excited about doing it, it was one that didn't have the restrictions and you just had a load of extra people sign up on the day so we suddenly had all this extra baggage to get into this small bit so we we constructed another baggage marquee basically yeah 
I remember it vividly like it was yesterday it was the first big one because the one prior was the last Hampton Court Palace event that we knew it was going to be before the lockdown so it was like oh all up in the air and then it turned to be the first one that we came back to so it was really nerve-wracking and the team were just phenomenal like the volunteers they just make the show it's honestly it's it was incredible um yeah big highlight I actually had someone message me um about a few hours ago asking me if there were any volunteer slots for Hunter Court Palace lot this year um and I obviously don't work for the company anymore so I was like yeah yeah of course just email so it's a big thing and it was yeah it's fantastic absolutely smashed it guys (laughs) (laughs) um and Petra what are you up to at the moment not very much really I haven't got much booked in um yeah I've got other things going on in life really so it's uh running's taken a bit of a back seat but yeah but enjoying it more I think because I can just go and do what I want to do instead of training for anything in particular so yeah and then and how's the North London satellite going yeah really well it's yeah they're amazing bunch and yeah loving that so that's really good fun yeah so um yeah, Tatila, um Petra runs one of our satellites up in, uh, what's it called? Yeah, North London. So um, if you're ever around there, go and see her. Amazing. Yeah, I don't really take much trips up to the north. Like since doing events up there regularly, um, I tend to not really go outside of my area. I need to be more, I need, I need invites, ladies. Invite okay. me and I'll be there. I just need the invite. <laughs> well, basically, we all go to, well, Gemma and I are at the same one of them. But um, we are at different satellite groups. So you could do a bit of a tour because you could go and see Mel and Hayden in Surrey. Yeah. Come and see Petra in North London. You could come and see me and Gemma at Broxbourne and Hartford. So, yeah. It gives me an excuse. Honestly, I need to get out of sort of this area, like my same runs. I'm obviously training for Boston at the moment. My routes are just the same thing, like the same, just because it's easy, just because I know what's going on. But I can go and do so many different routes. I just need, I don't really have that sort of, um, a lot of my friends are not in the area that run or they're not, um, they're not runners. They don't really get the point of waking up at 5am and going traveling all this way to go to a race that they just think I'm absolutely absurd um but they don't get it so yeah I will be um checking up on you ladies because I need to be the change you've joined us for extreme park run yeah exactly I want to do all of that it's great but I just need to get out there well you've just made four new friends so you can run with any of us you'll be sick of me by the end of the year I promise you that (laughs) so did you say you're training for Boston I am I am it sounds weird that I say it and I know that it's not it's not far off now like I'm in week 11 um coming to the end of week 11 should I say um so there really isn't I'm on a 16 week plan so there's not much um I'm in crunch time now but I'm so excited I'm honestly it's gonna be magical I think when I actually qualified for Boston I'm quite new to the long distance sort of running scene um and when I actually qualified for Boston my coach at the time called me at the finish line and I was like like what she was like Tila you've just BQ'd and I said what and she was like you've just BQ'd and I was like what does that mean she was like you've just boss you've just qualified for Boston and I was like wow now it seems real um and I, I just didn't know the terms or the lingo or anything like that but now I'm going, you, I'm going to be on that plane <laughs> so did you get is that good for age basically yeah it is it's good for age so yeah obviously London was my first one and it was probably one of the best experiences of my whole life it was amazing um but yeah so it's a good for age so I can go ahead and enter for London as well again which would be amazing just to go back and relive it Um, but yeah the main focus is um Boston in a few weeks yeah hold on we've all all done London Mel you've done London I have actually I did it same time as Sheila because actually my first London was October 21 yeah yeah I'm supposed to do it yeah, um, yeah, and it's my. I did the virtual, but this is kind of my one and only. I'm not really tempted at the moment to do another one, but you never know. But on the other hand, also tempted to do an ultra because I people keep telling me they're running buffets, so that appeals <laughs> so much easier, Mel. <laughs> Petra, do you think so? What do you think, ultra or marathon? Oh, I love a marathon. I think I like to push myself, but then 
the ultra is lovely it's a whole new world really and it is very much a running buffet and it's uh yeah you meet some amazing people on it i think cause it's more relaxed so you kind of do talk to each other a lot more mm-hmm. but yeah definitely give it a try mel yeah not not this year i've got to wait till i uh, get that early retirement and then we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll do that only a couple of years <laughs> Um, so you're so you're going to head out to Boston in April. Hayden's going to Boston, actually. You should. He is. So I actually met Hayden um, for the first time um, at Park Run at Bushy Park. Um, I was there on my own, just turned up, um, and I spotted him in the blue forty running top, and I was like, "You can't, you can't miss him." So I was like, "Hayden." I was like, "Hi." I was like, "I'm just here there, like listening to podcasts," and we explained obviously how we're both going to Boston, but obviously we had to go one up and have Tokyo before, so we was talking yeah. about that. Um, and obviously like the six stars that are coming in very soon um so yeah like we're both heading out there um very exciting uh, yeah it's a scary one and so you just said that the the um long distance and marathon is quite new to you um and yeah. so you've been running quite a while haven't you so how did you what made you go from going oh I'm doing short distance to I don't even know where to begin. So I started running, obviously, back in school, absolutely took a shine to it first instance and joined a running club sort of around sort of year 10, 11 age and just loved it. Joined a sprint team, joined the crew. It was amazing. Loved the short distance. Couldn't think of anything worse than running further than two laps of the trap to warm up. It was like my (laughs) worst enemy. I hated it. Um, and did really well as a junior. Like, I did so well, sort of national and um, national appearances and lots of like county titles and things like that. And absolutely loved the ride, lined up against some incredible people. Um, and it just kind of got to that point where I was kind of coming to a halt with where I was at in terms of um, my work life. I started um, teaching at a school so that as soon as I graduated and I was doing sort of three hours sort of like a day going from work to school mm-hmm. and then from school to the track and then track at home because with sprinting you have specific time frames that you train Tuesday Thursday Saturday sometimes Sundays and it was just taking it taking a real big toll and then we started to do a little more interval stuff during winter periods because I wanted to go up to maybe twos and fours because I was just not progressing and wasn't enjoying awesome. What's a two and a four? Sorry, Sorry, 200 and 400 metres. Yeah. So very short distances. Um, And I just wasn't, I was like, okay, maybe I'll go up and do some interval stuff. Um, And it really took a shine. Like it was really helpful. All of my friends at university were all long distance runners, middle distance. It wasn't so daunting having like tips and tricks from them. Um, And yeah, I just kind of got into that sort of habit of trying to do a little bit more mileage and then working um, for mass participation. I worked for Rumfrey for quite a few years and the whole office was riddled with 5K runners, 10K runners, marathon runners, um, international here, international there and through the Rumfrey running club. um, I did the London, I got the London place and they were like, you wouldn't do it. And I was like, I love a challenge. Yeah, I I did it, took it on, um, got quite injured during the early stages just due to sort of probably overtraining, to be honest. I knew absolutely nothing um, and ended up having a nine-week plan. But it turned out to be fantastic. And I crossed that line at London. I think from mile one to mile 26, I was smiling from ear to ear. It was just incredible like I, I can actually remember going through sort of mile 23 seeing all of my work friends there screaming cheering for me and I thought how can I be feeling this great this far on but it's just I enjoyed it I didn't run it to think of anything serious I just went out and I enjoyed it and I can't preach that enough for anybody that's attempting London and doing London for example like this year just go honestly enjoy it it's the only thing that you can do to tackle your first marathon honestly do you guys all remember feeling like that about London? Yeah, because especially because it had been such a long build up to it and I'd yeah. had to train three times <clears throat> because of lockdown and I'd done the virtual so I knew I could cover the distance. I did that slightly differently. I did that, I don't know if you know Crane Park, but I did 14 laps of Crane Park. That was my, <laughs> that was wow. my virtual marathon. That's so, one of my local runs. <laughs> So then going and, and doing London, I just remembered, like you said, smiling all the way around. And I just kept 
kept saying to myself, I'm actually running London Marathon. Yeah. I'm actually on the course. I'm actually doing London Marathon. Yeah. And it was just um, amazing. But I was also running for Tommy's um, for personal reasons as well. So made it all the more more yeah. special but I did I was just grinning all the time because I could, couldn't believe I was really there because I've you know 25 years ago at school I was sort of known more as the staff slug I you know I couldn't run more than 10 meters without pulling a calf muscle or something so it was a real yeah just amazing yeah and Petra have you done London twice no just once it was what? the first one I ever did though it was yeah I remember crying in a tunnel so <laughs> <laughs> but I just had no yeah I had no clue about it or what it was going to be like and I remember there's this tunnel it must be about 21 miles in and it's the first time it's quiet and I think it's really emotional at points because it's so loud I remember just suddenly being quiet and thinking oh I'll have a little cry in here and then put my brave face on when I see my family at the next kind of mile marker so yeah but it is an amazing experience I think you should just go and enjoy it and not worry about anything else because it's just incredible isn't it yeah I think it's really easy to say that though because I remember you saying that to me. I remember Jim saying that to me. Just go and enjoy it. But it is really. How did you, Jim? Have you done? You've done London Cup three times. Three. Three times. Yes. Yeah. Ballot, right. Pardon. Never a ballot place. Never a ballot place. No. <laughs> One day. Um, I mean, a bit like Jatila. I mean, I'm nowhere near her level. But when I was at school, I was all about the two hundred meter sprint that was my my distance I used to hide in the bushes across country hated it um oh but when I got to yeah training for the London Marathon it was all those long runs were the unknown weren't they you know it's the first time you've ever run that distance and I was just petrified at the start absolutely petrified but once yeah once you cross that start line a bit like you know what you were saying it was just yeah you just grin you just the, the crowds are immense um and I know it's smiling now you can just tell it gives you goosebumps and I mean I I think they all talk about Tower Bridge and I remember running running through Bermondsey and just hearing this noise and I ran London um it was after the the Boston bombings right that was all quite sort of heightened and the security at London you know everyone oh should you run it and and all you know questioning whether it's the right thing to do and so there was this this feeling of like and solidarity solidarity around the runners for those that you know lost their lives and were injured in at Boston and I remember running through Bermondsey and hearing this noise and I thought something bad had happened I thought a bomb had gone off or um there'd be you know something had fallen from the sky it was horrendous and all it was it was all those charity um supporters on the bridge you know and they've got their those inflatable um, batons yeah. hanging them together and it's just yeah an amazing amazing experience yeah oh, isn't it funny like the memories it brings back and how everyone just smiles when you talk about mm-hmm. even though let's not lie right the training is painful when you're like you just said to you like, I've got to run 18 miles tomorrow and they're like I know. 18 miles is a long way and then just the, the the feeling at the end though is just when you, you don't think about the feeling that I don't step out on an 80 mile run and I don't think, oh, I can't wait to just feel what I'm going to feel in that last sort of mile. It's like it really is a, a mental battle that you have to have with yourself. And the fact that we do it over and over again, no matter what distance we do, whether it's the 200 metres, 5k, 10k, it's still a, a mental battle no matter what what foot you're putting on the line. Yeah. Um, but it is so worth it and we keep doing it for a reason. So Yeah, you're right. Do you know what's funny? This week people we've been to, we were meant to do a 5k kind of time trial around a track which got cancelled because of the snow, which is a bit gutting because we don't really get to run on a track um around here because lots of clubs basically book them out, block book them all week so we can't get hold of one. But um a few people who I won't name have had bets with their partners this week about who could be quicker over 100 metres or 400 metres. So at some point, Tatila, we're going to get you around a track. Oh, wow. And their partners don't run. So this is why it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just be the track official? I mean, yeah. I haven't dug out my spikes in a, a good while, but um, I'll be there with a whistle. Give me a whistle and a, a little uh, thumbing and I'll be there to go. <laughs> That's what the guys say about me when I turn up in my dry <laughs> rope on a Tuesday, Wednesday yeah. night. And I'm like, oh, no. Now it's going to be a serious session when you've got your whistle yeah. and dry rope on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Petra's face every time I turn up looking like that. I almost get back in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think we're ever going to let Hayden have a whistle. <laughs> no. He bribes us with chocolate instead to do intervals. 
Oh, yeah. Even just like stealing chocolate games, that's much better. It makes us run quick. <laughs> Please not just get me with a whistle going, move. <laughs> Last time I went to put her jacket back on and then looked at me and went, and I went, you're not going to need that just yet. She was like, I'll leave that there, shall I? I don't know who that was. It's just commenting saying, get me out of there when Sabrina just <laughs> the dry road. But I am, I'm gentle most of the time, I promise. <laughs> um, right, should we go to the lightning round if we can? And then we'll come back and we'll talk running rituals. So, Jatila, Mel is going to basically ask you some quick fire questions. You'll know the answers to all of them, um, but basically just say whatever comes to mind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's a bit quiet now, just the two of us. So, as as, um, Sabrina's already said, you'll know all the answers. Just whatever comes first to mind, and and hopefully there's a few fun things in here as well. So, we'll get started as it's a lightning round. What's your pre race breakfast? Oh, a coffee and a banana. Okay. Favourite race or distance? Marathon. Okay. Normal pants or running pants? Normal pants. Uh, Female running icon? Oh, Alison Felix. Okay. Um, Post-race celebration drink, G&T or a Prosecco? Prosecco, always love a Prosecco. (laughs) (laughs) Race nutrition, gel or a sort of diluted drink or normal food? Gel. Okay. Uh, Favourite post-race snack? And I wonder if it's the same you put in your bio and on the run-through website. I've been doing a bit of a... <laughs> it's de- my post-race snack. Oh, probably, I know, cheese. Cheese? Oh, savoury. Yeah, cheese. I'm addicted to cheese. I just love it. Cheese and wine, maybe with some grapes. Cheese meats. Love cheese. No, I, no. I thought you might say flapjack because of your, you were persuaded. You know what? I've had way too many of them over the past <laughs> sort of eight years. I think I need to let them go. Yeah. Okay. Favourite brand of running bra? Oh, probably Nike. I've got small boobs. I don't really do too much in terms of looking for bras. Okay. Run with headphones or without headphones? Yeah. And are you a morning or an evening runner? Morning, if I can. Okay. And favourite run-through event that you ran? That I've ran. It's got to be, oh, I've actually ran. Yeah. Surprisingly, I haven't run that many. So it'd probably have to be Victoria Park, because it was the first time I ever went sub two in the half marathon. Amazing. Mm. And do you have running ambition or sort of bucket list race that you'd like to do? I mean, you're already doing Boston, but I mean, any other bucket list race? You know what? I would like to do more London-based half marathons. I've only done the big half, but I would like to try and do some different ones. Like Landmarks would be great to do, or even just trial Hackney half as well. Yeah. Landmarks was my first one. Is it? I'm so, everybody that gets it, I'm so jealous. It's supposed to be the only one I did it, the inaugural one. Anyway, that is the end of the lightning round. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. And um, I can't believe you've not done landmarks. I know, right. I know. I'm such a basic. I'm telling you now, I'm such a basic. Landmarks. Have you have we all done that? Gemma, have you done landmarks? Are you in I'm doing year? it this year though. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm mm. excited for you. Petra did landmarks just as a dog. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Yeah, full on guide dog. Oh, I and everything. <laughs> in it's August, spice. I think it was as well. Oh, yes, the one that came, the, the moved one. Yeah. Yes. Spice, spice, I'll be there volunteering, not running. <laughs> well, we love that because we know that the volunteers are the ones that make these things happen. So thank you to Mel and the team that get out there and, and make make it all happen and keep us coming. Um, right, shall we talk running rituals? So I know people like what do you mean running rituals um the things that we all do that we either think about consciously or do subconsciously um and this has come about because I've realized I've got some weird things in my head about certain things I wear certain things I eat timings all sorts and I'm sure everyone's got them whether you do it consciously or subconsciously I thought it would just be really interesting to hear what kind of what, what what are our rituals what are the things we do and it can be before a race, a run, a short run, a long run, whatever, just on a general night. So um, have you guys got anything? Gemma, have you got anything that you? Oh, this is hard because I think it's changed. I think originally when I kind of first started out and started doing sort of like the big races and things, I was all over the whole flat lay, just having everything out, checking everything, um, making, you know, eating the same, bre- you know, the breakfast, everything had to be just so. Whereas kind of now... <laughs> that has gone out the window always have to have a cup of tea whether I'm yeah doing a park run or um yeah d- doing a marathon whatever I've always got to have my, my cup of tea regardless how um, um, how soon before running can you have a cup of tea oh quite soon quite sometimes sometimes when I've gone out for those long when we used to do those long runs yeah ready for the marathon I'd like rock up and I'd like have my tea in my car in my my thermos and I'll be a good old few swigs of it and it'd still be hot after the after the run as well so um yeah I've always got to have my tea um yeah I don't know really I mean do you when do you think it changed because obviously you've done like I can't it's like 12 marathons or something yeah when do you think it changed there may be about after about sort of fifth or sixth marathon it's kind of probably been the last last sort of four four years or so mm-hmm. um just you know you're easy come now I'm a bit, although saying that and I always get a bit of stick from um from Danny who's in the 40 group um she's always so color coordinated and I'm not I'm like literally whatever comes out the the um the draw first and I've got a pair of running leggings I've literally had since I've my first started my running journey and they've got holes in them like on the sides and things that you know they're not not causing any sort of chafing or anything like that they're comfy and I've also got a pair of running shorts that I've run so many marathons in and done pbs in them um and they are just frayed but I can't get rid of them because and I usually put them on for a race because they work and so I suppose that's a sort of running ritual in a way. As yeah, much yeah, as it is. annoys some people. They look like, I'm going to come with my, my needle and thread next time. But it is, it's that like, now you can't get rid of them because what happens if you don't have yeah. them? Or if you wear something that doesn't work. Yeah. Nothing worse than, yeah, if something starts chafing and... Yeah, that's not going to be good. No. Um, Petra, how about you? Have you got anything that's a bit... that you do? I think... I'm quite anxious about running in gen- whether it's a race or a long run. So I have to be like, you know, I'll go and get the gels ready the night before and count out how many I need. And then it'll be go back and check they're there. And, you know, my kit will be laid out ready. And I think I've got more relaxed as time's gone on, but there's still that thing that, you know, I need to- my kit will all be piled up ready to go for the next morning, you know, so I'm just, it's all there and ready. It just takes off that pressure. I think the morning of, my head's all over the place on the morning anyway so it's just like at least my kit's there and ready so I suppose that's kind of one of them yeah yeah I think I'm more relaxed nowadays I did um because I've got a gluten intolerance so the minute I stay away somewhere for a race it's a whole new ball game for me really and I remember going to Great North Run and I'd always been so consistent about what I'd had and then we had breakfast out and you suddenly couldn't have what you and I remember thinking, like, how would this, you know, it's changing it on race day, which everyone tells you never to do. And I had an absolutely fine one. I think that really helped calm some of those nerves and take away that need to always kind of eat, because you'd eat the same breakfast all the time. You know, it was always a bagel with peanut butter, for example. And I think it's kind of helped me 
relax a little bit and think I don't have to have the same breakfast it will all be all right but yeah, yeah. and what about you Mel have you got anything I bet you've got a list oh I, I'm just, <clears throat> I make lists for everything when I did the marathon I had my list of um what was going in the bag because it was having to be shipped off earlier and what was I needed on race day and what the um other people were having for me to bring for me but I was trying to think about rituals and things I think Carl has more of rituals he literally has his porridge followed by a little espresso shop of coffee followed by getting down to race weight you know <laughs> Does that and I was like what are you talking about I'm like oh I get <laughs> um but I was thinking I don't have so many and then I was thinking oh yeah actually I'm more like I have set clothes I'll wear for set things so if it's a park run day it's definitely got to be a park run top and I have those sort of kit that goes for parkrun. And then I have my 4D kit if I'm doing a 4D race. And then I've, I, when I sat listening to everybody else, I'm thinking, yeah. But then I always pull out the pink bra and the pink pants because pink makes you run faster. Um, so, so I've got my pink underwear on. And then um, other things I think I do like to have a buff to run with on my hand, yeah. mostly because I have um, – an eye issue with skin around my eye that's very irritable so if I start to sweat too much it burns and I get all sorts of problems so I always have to have a buff so that I can wipe it off or even just at the end of the race soak it in water to kind of like have a quick wash yeah but so that's probably more like rituals but I used to do all the lay flat thing before races I, I am one of those people who likes to get everything ready beforehand um but I was trying to think about what other kind of rituals people might have so I kind of was thinking you know do people wear lucky pants is there a certain way they tie their laces you know do they have a bit of jewelry that they always wear for special races I know when I did the marathon um I had some special earrings that had um, angel wings because mm. I was running in memory of my twin boys so I wanted to take them on the run with me so things like that I think they're not so much um, a ritual but they're something that is connected to yeah. the race where I do a particular thing that links with that maybe yeah no, I get that um, but it's yeah it's interesting it's funny I've never got into the flat lay thing neither have I no I don't think my kit ever looks that great enough to put down on a flat lay and sort of have it all ready like I'm such a my I wear the same basic tops and shorts I need to venture out <laughs> what, was, what are yours then, Jatila? What have you got? Have you- so, what I was thinking about this, and one that only really came around since the London Marathon, was I always run with headphones. I have them on low, but I just like to have a playlist that gets me going. I can turn it on, I can turn it off if I need to be, but I didn't need it really for London because, as you all know, the streets are, are way much better than headphones. But I always make sure the night before that my um, Spotify playlist is all sort of up to date, picked out some cool songs, some that maybe my partner's chosen or that some friends have brought up. And I make sure I download them because for London, I will never forget getting off the train at Blackheath and walking over the field, never experiencing all these people heading in the same direction. And I was trying to play my um, music on Spotify and because of the connection, nothing was working. So, like, the internet connection was shocking. Mm. I couldn't get anything through until I got to about a mile in. So anyone that's running London that likes to run with headphones, make sure you down your, download your music beforehand. So that's literally something I'll do before every single race, regardless of where I go. Um, and then I think on the same thing as, like, the breakfast situation, I struggle really bad. I should really stick to a gluten intolerant sort of um, diet, but... It depends on what I'm doing, where I'm going or whatever. I'm not too bad. I'm not sort of like celiac or anything like that. But I will always have a massive dinner the night before. Um, but my breakfast will always be really small because I struggle so much with bloating. Like it's just awful. I could have maybe like a bagel or two bagels or something small like porridge and I'll feel that it's just way too heavy on my stomach I feel like I'd need to get up three hours before to have something like that to be able to see me through so I make sure I hammer my dinner um the night before like anything and I'd normally go for a typical like um like either like a, a steak dolphin wild potatoes some good vegetables like asparagus tomatoes yeah. like the same thing every single race and it's getting to the point now where it's normally an excuse that oh if I'm doing park run I can have a, a steak and dolph wild potatoes and festivals the night before it doesn't quite work like that but we make it work but yeah it's very it's very strange I don't think I'll be able to see past the banana and coffee or small portion of 
fruit now just because I know that it works for me and I've had such good things with that like I've just done done my events and they've been fine um but yeah the same meal all the time um in terms of like outfits I always wear the same shorts so they're not running specific shorts um they're just like a website that I found they're like gym based um shorts they're nice and long just above the the knee um because I had an issue back in the summer when training for the London marathon the chafe I got was just insane on one of my long runs and it was just because the shorts were just too short and I thought there's absolutely no way I can continue like this so stopped up on these shorts and they're a statement to my um running outfit now like they will not see me in another pair probably a different color but the exact same shorts because I just can't um it's very very strange but now that I know that they work I won't do that again um yeah did you buy multiple pairs of the same shorts because multiple pairs but two in black and then one in like a different color so I'm on rotation of three now I'm definitely during upgrade um definitely during upgrade yeah Yeah. there's this I could probably tick off some more and I think probably just some stupid ones I have is my hair I always have my hair in braids because I've got a lot of hair so I like to keep it out of my face and braids just work yeah um and then probably my eyelashes I always put eyelashes on. I know that sounds what? crazy. Fake eyelashes. Yeah, I know. I feel like if you look if you look good, you'll run fast. I mean, I love that <laughs> as a theory, but how do you so like I'm terrible for some Mel, you know, you were talking about the buff and you're right. Um Chris and the boys were telling you there was one day we were out on a run and we were filming something and it was like tips for the winter. My answer to everything was a snood or a buff, because I was like, Oh, it keeps you warm. Oh, I can rub my face with it. Oh, I can do this with it. Like I'm a bit like you, Mel. I've always got one on my on my wrist around my neck. Very versatile. How do you? How do they stay on? Or are you just really good and you don't sweat? I mean, I couldn't tell you how they stay on, but they do. <laughs> so I just keep doing it. And I mean, it, I've always worn them. I think it's one of those things. I'm not really a, a sort of a person that is sort of head to toe makeup. I'm useless. But the eyelashes are always sort of a statement just for for me just feeling comfortable in my own in my own skin it's very weird but some people have different things like the hair a certain way or the way that they sort of sort of portray themselves and I just think the eyelashes were always something like I have such short eyelashes like no I'm gonna wear them so yeah everywhere every single time I'd have to put them on before a race so if you see me without them I've had an awful morning (laughs) we'll know now (laughs) yeah um so mine are mine are pretty similar I guess and the reason I was thinking about this is because um, we spoke about this a few weeks ago, but I I was eating a terrible breakfast and then I went to a couple of races, Petra was with me at one and I got this awful pain. I was like, oh my God. But it was a breakfast that I'd always eaten, which was like Weetabix right, with milk and an orange squash. And I was on this run with Chris and I was like, oh my God, this pain in my like side. I can't breathe. It's awful. He was like, right, what did you eat? And we were like down this dual carriageway on the side of the road. And I'm like, I had Weetabix like, with milk. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, you're an idiot, aren't you? And I was like, oh, really? He's like, and he's like, and when did you eat? I was like, I don't know, about an hour and a half, two hours ago. He's like, well, I'm not surprised. Your body hasn't digested it. So now I've gone to toast with peanut butter um, or a bagel with a drizzle of honey on and a, bu- a banana, which sounds mad but it seems to work and both times this year that I've pb'd and run really well I've had that and I ate it on both times on both of those days around the same time I know I sound crazy now you know when you talk out loud and you think Am I yeah. <laughs> I've become that person um but I don't know the races were at a similar time and I ate at a similar time and it worked on both days um and then this is also silly because what difference does what color top make to how you run like none it can't right like logically but last year both times when I all three times actually when I pb'd I was in a blue 40 top and then both times this year that I've pb'd I've been in the same pink top always the same black shorts always right because I'm a bit like you Tila. you find a pair that work and you just stick to them mine are from decathlon in the waistband you can put your gels your, your phone everything just fits and they're just super comfortable I've got three pairs of the same shorts um but yeah you know you're like how can a color of a top make any difference but now in my head I'm like oh yeah so then I'm like what happens if I want to 
go for it at a 5k or whatever and I wear a different top like and then will I kick myself if it doesn't happen or if I wear that top and it doesn't honestly it's like mad isn't it the things that you start to think about with what do you I wonder wonder if it's a bit psychological as well though if you've got a top that you feel really comfortable in therefore that makes you feel better about yourself makes you feel more relaxed and therefore you've got therefore that has like impact then on your running because you're more relaxed about it yeah no I think you're right factors in different ways yeah I think it goes to Jatila's point as well like if you feel good so like I know my pink top I always feel really good in because I just love the color of it um so yeah I think you're right if you feel good you feel better about it if you ever worried about like yeah, like it's, you do want to feel good. Like no matter what, you want to go out there, you want to smash it, you want to just go out there and get the job done to the standard that you want it done, and you want to look and feel good doing it. Like it's this, it's that's just my motto, girls. <laughs> and Gemma, like, at what point are you gonna? At what what will have to happen to those leggings and shorts before you go? They've got to go, or you've got to introduce a new pair. Are you going to start slowly, or are you just going to wait and see? Yeah, they have to fall apart. I think I need to find the exact same pair really and I think that's what I need to do like when I find something that works is just to buy multiple yeah multiple items of it make sure you post a photo of it before it gets too sort of you can't notice what it is anymore just to keep it mm. make sure you <laughs> remember what it looks like and even the sizing and you look in the label and it's all baby <laughs> yeah. were they yeah and then because they stretch a bit don't they everything will always like yeah. change a bit so you're like was it that size it probably Extra- wasn't <laughs> Yeah. Have clothes ever bothered you or is it more because you've got the gluten thing to worry about? You've had always a different distraction. I think, I think you have to feel comfortable to be. There's nothing worse is there than turning up and feeling uncomfortable in something you've got on. Or You have to feel comfortable, I think, to just have that kind of to be relaxed and be able to just go and get the job done, really, I think. So I think the more comfortable you are, we all know how many running clothes I've got. It's uh, I've probably got enough to keep us all clothed for the whole year, but... <laughs> But is there a specific top to like, I won't put the pressure on, but I know at some point you're going to go and run a marathon to to see how how far you can go and how fast you can, how, how much you can push it. Is there going to be a certain kit that you go, it's that top? I would go, short? I think it's my classic pink 4D top because that's what I've always done. Yeah. My PBs in, I think, like the big ones that I've been after. So I imagine that top probably, I think race day, that top kind of comes out. Yeah, it feels good, but yeah. So the old school kind of, you know, the bright pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. The thing with the forty tops on as well, though, is everyone can see you. If you've got your name on them, you've got other forties shouting out. That's also going to encourage you as well. So yeah. you've got that feeling of sense of belonging as part of something, which really yeah. helps, I think, for me. And that can make a big difference <clears throat> to your performance as well. Yeah. If you've got that support from other people, it can it can make a big difference to the day. Yeah, notice right. another thing that um that I don't do at all, but a lot of a lot of girls um like to get their nails done and they have these amazing designs, like race day designs, mm-hmm. and they're like in the theme of like say the London landmarks colouring and um or the yeah the London marathon colouring. Yeah. I need to try that. I've never mm. been a nail person. Never. Me neither. I think yeah, I've always been. My job roles always sort of been like sort of hands on i I'm the sort of person that I'll pick something up, it'll break off. Can't be asked to repaint them because I'm just lazy. But yeah, I'd like to try it actually because they do look cool. They do. And I say it's not going to make any difference really to your to your performance in terms of what you're able to do. Yeah. But if it makes you feel better and yeah, it can help. I've just realised it's one of my rituals. <laughs> my nails done. Do you go the same colour, Mel, or are you, like, happy to go rogue? Um, no, I tend to go, like, like a colour that matches my top. So if I'm, now I'm going to be racing my 4D top, it'll be like, and I really love glitter. I don't know if I've put these to the camera. You can see I've got gold on there at the moment. Mm-hmm. I love glittery nails. I think because for years, I, I was 35 before I stopped biting my nails. Right. So this is kind of a new thing I ventured into of uh, getting my nails done when I couldn't keep buying clothes because, you know, they were getting too big. And, uh, you know, at least you can always get your nails done, even if you're having a fat day. Um, so I, I got my nails done first for a race when I did the inaugural landmarks. But I was running for Tommy's and I wanted a colour that matched my vest. And that's when people were having all these amazing designs on. But then, yeah, if we've got something coming up, I'll, I'll think about what I'm going to be wearing, what colour I might be doing, especially if I've got a charity top or something like that, mm-hmm. and then match my my nails up and being a, a reception teacher I mean the children in the class always love to see the glitter oh. 
So, um, yeah, it's become a bit of a, a ritual to plan out when my next lot of nails will go in for a race day. Yeah, that is good. I've just seen someone's listening from Texas or tuned in. Hello. I was just, just about to say that, Sabrina. There's, um, yeah, a, someone saying happy Friday from Texas. We always um, also had someone from the Pyrenees oh. saying they'd sent us some snow and someone from Prescott, Arizona. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's amazing. Crazy. Um, and there was some love for your hair as well, Jatila, as well. Oh, thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I can't wait to get the braids back. I must die because um, it's very high maintenance, should I say. So, uh, you know, when you wake up early for a race, you want the last thing you want to be doing is your hair. So, um, or early in the morning to work. The last thing I want to be doing is this. So, uh, yeah, roll on the braids. But thank oh. you. Um, and someone from Boston as well. So you're going to wow. Yeah, we're like, we're completely international today. Blown away. Yeah. And so on the ritual scene, just before we kind of finish on that, is there anything that you just won't change now or anything that you're like, it will just go out the window? I don't know. I think I might be in it for the long run now. Like quite literally, I think I might, everything that I've mentioned is now that it's, because I've, I think I'm still in the early stages of sort of racing. I don't really race regularly, um, apart from my park runs and things like that. But I'm kind of in that stage where I'm doing well at most of the races that I'm doing and I'm enjoying it and everything's all sort of, yeah, everything around me is just going well in terms of like my training and things like that. But so I feel like until something doesn't really go the way I wanted it to, whether it be like a, a race or a period of training, I probably won't change. But I feel like you need to have those times where it doesn't necessarily go right to be like, maybe it's time that I just really focus on why didn't that go right? Do I need to change this? Like the self-reflection sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but until you have that self-reflection um, and thinking that you can change things, I wouldn't change change much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. So, also, before I forget, there is some really exciting news which has come in whilst we've been on here. But um, we've been shortlisted for the Sports Podcast Awards, which is pretty mind-blowing, <laughs> if I'm honest, um, which we're all very excited about and a bit giddy about if, you, if you're watching um, a bit earlier because this thing popped up and I was like, <laughs> how? So to be, we say it, but I mean, we're completely independent. We are just a bunch of friends, to be perfectly honest, that like running and like talking about running and sit on Friday night and have a chat. So the fact that we've been shortlisted and that, um, yeah, is amazing. So thank you to everybody that that listens to us and that uh, I'm sure there'll be a voting thing. So we will let you all know how to do that in due course uh, coming up. Um, but I can't believe we're at five to um, five to eight already. Um, so I guess what are we doing this weekend and what's next in general for us? Like what's the what's the thing and I think if you want to know what's after Boston have you got a plan for after Boston what are you thinking no what I don't but what I do know is I'm somebody that needs um a goal and so sort of post London I become very sort of a little bit lazy um as we headed into sort of the Christmas period um, and then Manchester obviously came up. So I was like, you know what? I applied in, in January. I paid paid up in January. Um, everything was fine. Then I had a goal. So I think probably I've got the perfect opportunity to maybe tackle Hackney Half because it's one that I do want to do as well, which is in May. Yeah. Um, so that kind of will follow off quite nicely from doing Boston, um, which is on a Monday, can I just add? It's just mental that it's on a Monday. Um, And then sort of reel off from Boston, come back to the UK, have sort of like a a rest-up period, and then probably go into something like Hackney Half just for the experience. I've heard the atmosphere is amazing as well. Um, Just to keep myself going, you know. If I've got something there, I'll keep keep going. Um, So I think that could be be the one for me. And then long-term, I think... I might try and um, tie down and go into some shorter distances, like um, wouldn't say 200 metres and 400 metres, but definitely like 5Ks and 10Ks because they've only been like my training runs. But I think I'm ready to have a break on my Sundays now and just maybe do less mileage. Yeah. Um, And can I just say Hackney Half? I think because lots of races, everyone enjoys different things. I think I said it the other week was one of my favourites, right? The course is, is tough. 
I ran it with Petra last year and I just remember I think the support is basically as good as London there was only about a kilometer or half a mile where it was a bit quiet I just remember it being so noisy did you remember that Petra I'm not going mad am I it was really like it's amazing the support out there it was like you say what there wasn't many parts where it was quiet and it was just really noisy you've got the live music at points and it was just a really lovely day wasn't it from kind of start to finish and yeah everyone was out there having a good time and it was that really hot weekend as well considering but everybody was just having a great time and yeah it was really good fun definitely a good one to do yeah I definitely I'd go back and do Hackney again like I said I think it's a tough I wouldn't go to run a PB there because I think uh, it's tight and it's busy and it ends up being that weekend, first weekend where it's really hot and you're like, oh my God, I haven't trained in this heat. But um, yeah, the support is is second to that. Like it's basically like London on a smaller scale. It's incredible. Yeah, I'd be so excited. I remember seeing everyone doing it last year. I was away for, for work at that time. Oh no, I'm actually lying. I was on a Hindu in Ibiza. That's a complete <laughs> And I was coming, I was coming back um, and I saw everybody and quite a few people were just sort of talking and posting about it. It just looks amazing. And I was like, that just looks like the fun. You know, you just know you're going to enjoy yourself regardless of the time yeah. on the clock, regardless how you feel. Um, yeah. So yeah, catch me yeah. on that start line. All right. Mel, what are you up to? What's what's going on this weekend? You're always somewhere doing something. So I am doing my 98th volunteering at Park Run at Bushy this weekend. I'm going to be on the back gate on the funnel because we've got an all women, uh, the six to four of us, all women's volunteer crew, including volunteer, um, including female paces this weekend because obviously it was International Women's Day on Wednesday. Um, so that's what, what's happening at Bushy. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm going to volunteer the next couple of weeks because I'm going to be doing my 100th on the 25th. Yeah, which, Melka, is just phenomenal to, I mean, we talk about people running park runs and 25, 50s, 100s and beyond even, but to volunteer and to give your time up 100 Saturday mm. mornings to, to to give people an opportunity to run in a safe and inclusive environment, I think is, is phenomenal. So hats off to you. That is a... That is a, a, number of them, a number of them I get to run as well because I did a lot of guide running as well, which mm-hmm. if anybody hasn't done that, that's just such an amazing thing to do. Really yeah. love guide running. Um, but yeah, it's uh it'll be good, it'll be a good one. I think there's a few forties hoping to sign up for that that one and yeah. come come and, and join us. I'll be volunteer coordinator that weekend. But yeah, looking forward to tomorrow and international celebration of international women. Yeah. Tomorrow. Can I just say on that point before I get to the other two and what you guys are doing this weekend? Two things. Cambridge half at the weekend as well was all female paces, which I thought was oh, brilliant as well. Yeah, all oh. female paces. And the one thirty pacer, she was sat next to us and she was honestly incredible. She had just run 5K to warm up and then was going out to pace one thirty. Right. And oh. she like, she came flying past me and I was like, Jesus. She, honestly, she was incredible. So hats off to all of those women as well that um, – Pace at the weekend. And did you see the post from London Marathon today? I can't believe I forgot to mention oh. about the fact that um what they're doing to support women in the marathon. So like all of the first aid tents are now going to have sanitary products in. Um they've teamed up with some big brands so that people don't have to carry stuff, which I just thought was incredible. Um they were talking about breastfeeding places. I, there, there was a whole load of stuff. I wish I could reel them all off my top of my head, but um ladies That's and massive. men massive. Honestly, I was like so pleased that they are realizing that yeah biologically and we need some support so the shift is happening um yeah that's amazing anyway uh i've couple of over an hour so we'll wrap up in a second but Gemma, this weekend you are this weekend i think we're at thurrock park run tomorrow so i've completed my uk alphabet still got the z to do so that'll be either poland or the hague but there's um mark sloan and danny who's part of the 40 group they've still got a few letters to get to complete the uk alphabet so i'm hopefully going to go there with them and that should be followed by a nice post park run breakfast which is my main ritual at the moment it's all about (laughs) post breakfast um yeah and then to be on that i haven't really got any kind of still looking for that major kind of goal or focus I've got a little bit lazy um but at the same time just enjoying getting out there and running but I have got landmarks and I have got Hackney Half oh yeah are you doing Hackney as well yeah oh Um, and I I can't have you saying you're lazy because no one that's run 12 marathons be classed as lazy so I'm liking that and Petra 
Yeah, this weekend I'm going to go to Jersey Farm Park Run to get my J because I'm very behind on the alphabet. So, have you I'm got your trail go. shoes, Petra? I have. They're in the bag, ready to yeah. go. Cause everybody's told me to pack them. So, yeah, I've got those. And then, yeah, I'm going to work on my 10k time. I think this side of the summer, and then yeah. maybe in the autumn, we'll we'll see what we can do then right. on the longer distance. Yeah. yeah, you. Uh, I am. I'm going to go to where am I going tomorrow? I'm going to Castle Park. So if anyone's in Bishop Stortford tomorrow, um, I'm going to run with Tracy Whittington. So tra- I know Mel made that face because Tracy's an absolute hero. So I'm very, uh, very excited. Anyway. Big shout out to Tracy actually because I think she did her um, yes. sort of fastest 10k for a while, didn't she? She did at which she didn't tell anyone about. About so Tracy um, is just an absolute hero she comes on a Tuesday night and she's just she epitomizes everything in this club mm. she's just a wonderful wonderful human um and she didn't tell anyone really that she was going to go and run a 10k on her own at this race last weekend and she just went and smashed out a brilliant um a brilliant 10k so yeah we love you Tracy and well done um right we are over an hour now um thank you so much for your time ladies for joining um and being here thank you everyone for the comments and the the messages um and again thank you to sketchers who kindly sponsor us and keep us going um we will be back next week and it is uh it's toby's birthday next week he's gonna hate me having told everyone that but it is toby's birthday next friday so he, he might not be here um he is back from tokyo so we will see him again soon um but yeah the guys will be back uh yeah next friday so thank you very much and um, and we'll see you all soon titles please <laughs> Mary's beautiful. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.